I want to ask you a personal question. Do you read my newsletter, Leadership Forward 321? Because if you don't, I really think you'd like it if you like this podcast. Every Wednesday morning, I send a short newsletter designed to help you lead your organization more strategically and with less overwhelm in five minutes or less. The newsletters are organized around a timely leadership theme and give you something practical that you can apply right away in your organization. I include three of the best articles that I've come across on that theme, two concrete resources or tools that I believe in, and one quote to inspire and motivate you. So if you don't yet get the newsletter, I'm going to make it super easy for you to sign up. Just text the word IMPACT to 66866 and you'll be added to my list. Thanks. Hi. Welcome to the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast, where every week I do a deep dive into the strategies and mindset behind launching, scaling, and leading a high-impact nonprofit. I'm your host, Brooke Ritchie Babbage. Working to make the world a more just and beautiful place is messy, complex, heart-wrenching, and ultimately deeply joyful and fulfilling work. And none of us can do it alone. That's why I started this podcast, this mastermind community, to hold space for and share the learnings and the questions and the grapplings and the actual concrete strategies that allow us to move our social impact work forward together. So welcome to the mastermind. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome to 2023. Feels crazy to say that number, that year just sounds amazing. Well, welcome. Welcome back to the Mastermind podcast. I'm really excited to be back with you and I'm really excited about this year and where I'm planning to take this Mastermind, where where I want us to go this year. So I, I love doing this podcast. I love responding to your questions. I am hopefully giving you a feeling of being a little less alone on your journey. I got this beautiful note from a listener over the holiday that really just went right to my heart and I think goes to the heart of why I started this this podcast. She said, your podcasts and episodes and emails have been a bright spot during the lonely road of nonprofit leadership. And I cannot tell you how much getting that email meant to me. I read all of the emails that you guys send, the reviews and the questions that you send, so definitely keep them coming. And it also meant a lot because that is actually why I started the Mastermind Podcast. When I was an executive director, I had my Sustainable Sisterhood, which regular listeners have heard me talk about. And that group of women leaders, that mastermind, sustained me and propelled me and challenged me, gave me new information, pushed me to think in different ways, supported me when I was both succeeding and not, and it changed the trajectory of my leadership and and my organization. So that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is share information, answer your questions, push you to think in different ways, provide support, give you a sense of community. I would love when you hear something that you like on this podcast, if you would just take 30 seconds on whatever device you're listening to, to leave a review. Or if you don't have 30 seconds, 
three seconds to rate the podcast. It actually helps promote the podcast and get it in front of more people. And it grows our mastermind. I really think that this whole idea of a mastermind, it's very powerful. It is a a source of support and community. And I want this to be that for you guys. So one thing that I am excited to announce that I will be doing this winter is answering your questions on the podcast. It's, like I said, one of my favorite things to do. And I also think it's really helpful to hear the questions that other people ask. So you can submit any nonprofit growth, strategic planning, fundraising, board development, leadership, any question you have that you would ask any coach, and I will work to answer it on this podcast. If you go to speakpipe.com backslash nonprofit mastermind, you can literally record your question directly onto your computer. You don't need a special like tool or anything. It's really simple. Again, you can submit your questions to www.speakpipe, S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E.com, speakpipe.com backslash nonprofit mastermind. So for this first episode of the year, I want to kick off a new series that I'm doing. It's a new year series just for this month about what's working right now in our field and how you can take what's working and set specific organizational intentions to help make sure you achieve your goals in 2023. So as Again, those of you who are regular listeners know I am a huge planner. I love planning. I think goals are really important. But I would actually argue that intentions, while often overlooked, are perhaps even more foundational than goals, right? While your goals are a commitment to a specific outcome, your intentions are a commitment to a process. You want to set both goals and intentions. You can think of your intentions sort of as an orientation to your work, how you want to approach your leadership, your actions, your decisions. I'm going to spend time this month walking through what's working right now, lessons from the field, I call them. And I'm going to specifically highlight four intentions that I recommend you center and think about as you move through your year. Now, we've come through the past two years and are beginning to settle into what will hopefully be our first full year of this new normal. And there are practices and processes, orientations to work, ways of doing our work, of leading, of growing our organizations that are working, that are are actually guiding organizations to remain steady and successful and to thrive throughout the tumult. So, I have pulled together four of these through conversations and coaching and research over the last two and a half years. I've identified four really powerful trends that I recommend you set as intentions. These are things that have been working in the field that are tried and practiced, and they have kept organizations afloat and helped them thrive, and I think will continue to do so in the coming year. So what I want you to do is grab your journal, grab your notebook, get out a piece of paper, and actually write these down. Then go back to your work plan, because hopefully you have one for 2023, and see what it looks like to integrate these into what you are already planning. 
right? So your intentions sort of sit on top of your goals. Like I said, they're an orientation to how you work. So take these intentions that I'll walk through over this month and see how they can sharpen your goals and or strengthen your plans. Okay, so the first intention that I wanna highlight today is to adopt a network expansion orientation. Now, one thing has always been true, but the past few years have highlighted just how true. Relationships are king. The organizations that survived and thrived during COVID, that are growing, that are hiring, that have active boards and engaged donors and advisors and community members, one thing they all have in common is that they have deep and expansive relationships. So the thing to remember here is the stronger and deeper your relationships are, the more money you'll raise, the stronger and more effective and engaged your board will be, the better partnerships you'll have, the easier it will be for you to grow. As you think about growing your revenue, your impact, your programs, maybe your staff and your board in the coming year, there is almost nothing that has proven more influential than being intentional about building strong, deep, and expansive relationships and about increasing the size and depth of your organization's network, of your ecosystem, of the people that you have under the tent with you. So when we tend to think about people under the tent, right, the people doing the work, your staff, your board, and I have always argued your structured leverage networks, which I'll talk about in a moment, this is your capacity. This people power is the fuel for your engine. It is literally how you will do the work that you have worked to plan and vision. Your ability to raise more money, to find the right people to hire, to run your programs, to get the right people on your board, all of that depends on this people power, on this network. So the more people you have under your tent who have themselves relationships with new potential board members, who are advisors who can connect you to new strategic partners, who can get you in front of new audiences that have new potential donors in front of them, the more effortlessly you will function and grow. The less will be on your plate. There will be less friction and therefore less overwhelm in your leadership and your growth, which I know we all want. What this means in terms of adopting this as an orientation is this. Always ask yourself, what would this activity look like if we connected to new people, got in front of new audiences, or formalized an existing relationship to add capacity? Right? When you adopt something as an orientation, when you set it as an intention, the way I always operationalize that is to ask myself, what would it look like if I centered this intention in this decision or this activity? So what would it look like to think about network expansion as part of this meeting, as part of this conference I'm going to, as part of this email that we're sending out, right? Who are new people that can send it out on our behalf? Who should be learning about what we're doing? There's almost always a set of questions you can ask yourself about getting in front of new audiences, connecting to new people, and thinking of new ways to formalize and structure existing relationships as you are thinking about operationalizing your work plan. 
Now, there are lots of strategies for expanding your network. In my accelerator program, I specifically teach a stages and pages approach to expanding your network, which I've talked about a little bit here on the podcast. What I want to do here is not actually get into sort of overwhelming details. I want to highlight two frameworks, ways to think about expanding your network that I think you can apply as an orientation, right? As a through line through the other work that you already have planned. So I will actually include links to resources on the how, right, on the strategies in my show notes for this week. So if you head over to my blog at brookrichiebabbage.com and then click on blog, you'll find the show notes for this episode. And I will include links to podcast episodes that I have done and mini trainings and some resources that I have created that will actually walk you through what I'm talking about here. Now, the first strategy or the first framework really for having this network expansion orientation is thinking about leverage networks. Your leverage networks are basically how you formalize your organization's access to a larger number of people within your ecosystem that have information, experience, and skills that can benefit your organization, that, get, that can add capacity to your organization. So as you identify your strategic objectives, you will have a wider range of people under this tent with you to turn to, to help you achieve your end goals. And ultimately, this allows you to achieve things that you otherwise couldn't, right? That you don't have the staff to achieve or the board to achieve. In the show notes, I'll include a link to a great podcast that I did specifically about leveraged networks. I did it last August, August 2022. It's called Where to Find Hidden Untapped Organizational Capacity. So definitely check that one out for a step-by-step walkthrough of how to create and fully leverage a structured network within your ecosystem to grow your capacity. It also includes a great free download that I created to help you map your network. The second strategy I want to highlight here, a framework that I want to highlight here is what's called a dream 100 list. Now, this is an excellent strategy for expanding your network that's taken directly from the marketing world. If you think of your structured networks, these leverage networks that I've talked about, as a way to formalize your relationship to people already in your ecosystem, sort of out on the periphery of your ecosystem, not your staff, not your board, but other people that you already have a connection to. And now you wanna figure out how to formalize that connection to really leverage them as capacity. The dream 100 strategy is the next step. How do you establish connections with new people, with people who are not already in your ecosystem? It's a pretty simple strategy and it's really, really, really effective like I said, in the sort of marketing and sales world as a network expansion tool. The basic idea is you create a list of the 100 organizations, speakers, writers, events, conferences, podcasts, and publications that have access to your key audiences. Now, I recommend thinking about your audiences expansively here. Definitely your donors, but also think about the organizations, speakers, writers, podcasts, events, publications, et cetera, that are in front of or have access to potential board members, 
potential advisors, potential strategic partners, right? Who are the audiences that you would need to connect to and leverage to achieve your strategic goals for the year? And the Dream 100 strategy basically says, make a list of the top 100. And top doesn't mean biggest, it means the ones that are best suited for your organization. And once you have that list, you literally map out a specific strategy one by one for how you will connect to and build a relationship with each institution or person on the list. Typically, these are things like suggesting joint cultivation events, collaborating on joint programs, guesting as a thought leader on their podcast or their blog, speaking at a conference that they are coordinating or inviting them to speak at or attend one of your events, collaborating on gathering or sharing research. These are really powerful ways to introduce yourself to new people on this list who are not already in your ecosystem and to provide a sort of specific call to action or collaboration request that then brings them into your ecosystem and then you're able to build that relationship. I'm working on a longer blog post that walks through this strategy in the coming weeks. So definitely check back in a few weeks. It'll be part of this mini series. And like I mentioned, I will include in the show notes for this week's episode, a link to the podcast episode I've already done about leverage networks. I also have a great toolkit that includes a much more in-depth guide for exactly how to set up leverage networks, advisory councils, junior boards, etc. inside my nonprofit resource hub. And you can check that out at richiebabbage.com backslash nonprofit resource hub. So that's the first thing that's working and an intention that I recommend you set for your organization in the coming year. Adopt a network expansion orientation. As you make decisions, as you grow, as you operationalize your plans, ask yourself, what would this activity or decision look like if we connected to new people, if we got in front of new audiences, and if we formalized an existing relationship with someone in our ecosystem to add capacity to execute? I will see you back here next week for more Mastermind. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. If you liked this podcast, I would also love for you to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you think that what we talk about here could benefit another leader in your life, please share with your friends. Finally, if you'd like more leadership in your life, you can sign up for my weekly five-minute read, Leadership Forward 321 newsletter. I send articles, resources, and inspiration every week curated around a leadership theme to help you lead your nonprofit better. You can sign up at richiebabbage.com backslash leadershipforward321. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you back here next week for more Mastermind.